right, uh, sounds like we are ready to get started. We are live online and live in person. Good to see you all here this morning. Let's uh, go ahead and find a seat and uh, get started. <clears throat> you uh, may notice that we're going to be a little bit more full today. Uh, we bumped up our numbers to uh, 75 signups since uh, the county went to uh, blue status. So we're just going to kind of slowly increase our numbers and maybe even over the next few months be able to increase some of the chairs in here and get some more people in here. We've also got an overflow area next door in the coffee shop. Um, so if you are more comfortable there, you can feel free to go over there. We've also got overflow down in the basement, for, especially for families with kids, um, if that would be helpful. We'll have screens going in both of those locations and uh, you can still participate in the service um, that way. We do want to remind you, those of you that are here and those of you that are online, if you do plan on coming, please be sure to sign up on the website, on the RSVP page on the website so that we know you're here um, and that we kind of manage our numbers appropriately. Um, also mentioning the website, we've really got three main ways that we like to communicate information here at Hillside. We've got the website, which pretty much has all of the information, all of the different ministries, all the goings on and such, the schedule. Uh, we also have the Bible app on your phone, <clears throat> the Uversion Bible app. We have uh, custom events for the church uh, where you can see, it's basically our virtual bulletin. Um, so you can see the announcements, you can see our giving numbers, you can see our, our weekly sermons outline, all that kind of stuff is available on the Bible app. And then lastly, we have a weekly email that goes out called Hillside Happenings. If you're not signed up on that, if you're not receiving that weekly email, let me know and I can get you signed up for that. Or you can just go to the website and sign up yourself for the Hillside Happenings email. So those are the ways that we get information out to everyone. So that's good. Um, one quick uh, announcement or reminder, we are still raising money for a new van for uh, the folks down in Nicaragua, for the ministry down in Nicaragua. They uh, drive these, this large van around to uh, pick up kids, get them to school, etc. And the van we currently have down there is definitely um, toward the end of its useful life, let's just say. And so we are looking to buy them a little bit newer van, still a used van, but a newer van. So we're trying to raise about $15,000 for that. We currently have about 10000 that's already come in. So we are two-thirds of the way there. So prayerfully consider giving towards that. All right, let's go ahead and pray, and then we will worship together. Almighty God, we just come before you so grateful for this opportunity to be together this morning, both in person and online. We thank you for just what you're doing in the midst of our community and how you have brought us through uh, really the last year. <clears throat> it was almost a year ago that uh, it was March 15th where we had our first online service due to the pandemic. So we are coming up on that year anniversary and Lord, we're just grateful for the way that you have worked in our community, the way that you have kept us together. Um, as a community, as a body, and we are just so thankful uh, for, this, for this congregation and for your presence in our midst. Lord, we pray for your blessings on our time this morning. Just invite your Holy Spirit to be with us, to uh, draw us into your heart and into truth. And as Katie shares with us, we just pray that you would uh, speak through her in a powerful way, Lord God, and just uh, um, as she shares uh, this story. And we're just grateful for her and grateful for this time together. And we pray your blessing on it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, good morning. Let's stand up and worship the Lord together. I have this confidence because 
I've seen the faithfulness of God The still inside the storm The promise of the shore I trust the power of your word Enough to seek your kingdom first Beyond the barren place Beyond the ocean's ways Oh, when I walk through the waters I won't be overcome When I go through the rivers I will not be drowned My God will make a way So I am not afraid You keep, you keep the promises you make There isn't one that is delayed So I will not lose heart I will lift my arms Oh, and start to sing into the night My praise will call the sun to rise Declare the battle won Declare that it is done When I walk through the waters I won't be
for this morning and I thank you that you are God I thank you that we are not God I thank you that we don't have to do things ourselves God even in our relationship with you we don't have to do that ourselves there's more to it God thank you for this body of believers that we can stand together and say we're not afraid because we have you and we have you together. So God, thank you for this privilege to live life together. God, you're so good. So God, when the storm comes, we know how to fight. God, help us to fight together. Remind us how to fight. I'll raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I'll raise a hallelujah Louder than the unbelief I'll raise a hallelujah My weapon is a melody I'll raise a hallelujah Fight for me. Let's sing. Oh, I'm gonna sing in the middle of the storm. Louder and louder, you're gonna hear my praises roar. Up from the ashes, hope will arise. Death is defeated, the king is I 
everything inside of me.
with everything inside of me. I raise a hallelujah, and I will watch the darkness flee. I raise a hallelujah in the middle of the mystery. I raise a hallelujah. Fear you lost, you hold on me. can be seated. Good morning. I'm going to switch some things here really quickly. So these Sundays, these first Sundays of the month, um, are a time that we get to take communion together, worship together, maybe an extended time of worship, and it's been a time where um, people get to just share stories of what God has done in their lives. And so this morning I'm just going to share, um, as many of you know, I had a bout with COVID in November, and um, just share what the Lord did in my life and in the life of our family during that time. And I know that um, everyone has struggles and, and areas in their life where the Lord meets them, but um, this is just my story. And it really has become a milestone in my life. So um, back in September, it started where I just wasn't feeling real great. Actually, it kind of happened before then. Um, and I don't really know what was going on, but I honestly, I kind of felt like I was pregnant again. I've had four kids, but felt it again, like I just couldn't get a deep breath. And um, there was something there that when I bent over, you know, you women who've been pregnant, it's like you can't bend over naturally. There's something in the way. And so in October, um, I finally did some ultrasounds and there were some irregularities, but honestly, um, it was really confusing getting from the doctor. I didn't really understand what they were saying, but they said, just go see a specialist in November. So that was on the calendar, but then unfortunately, I got COVID. And a lot of our family got COVID. Mike was the lone survivor in the household. Um, and so that was on a Tuesday when I first got my first um, symptom. And um, I... It wasn't till I, you know, kind of felt cruddy. It wasn't that bad. Into the weekend, I felt a little worse. And then come Monday, I started with a fever. And I'm no doctor. I have no idea. But I kind of have always thought that if you are sick for a bit and then you start to get a fever after, um, that maybe there's a secondary, like, infection going on. So I called the doctor and I said, is this normal? And she just basically said, you know, COVID's wonky. We don't know, you know, so just watch it or whatever. But... As the week progressed, I just started to decline. And so I really, my prayer at that point was, Lord, just guide me. If I need to go to the doctor, please speak and tell me 
when. And come one Wednesday, I was having trouble breathing and so, um, and, and talking and because I'd get winded. And so I felt like the Lord said, now. And so um, I went to the doctor and interestingly enough, my oxygen level wasn't terrible. They checked my lungs. It wasn't, didn't sound bad. But um, she didn't like the way I looked because I couldn't sit up. Um, I just kept having to lay down. I couldn't talk without losing my breath. And she's just, so she decided I'm going to send you home just with, for safety with like a antibiotic, a steroid, all that kind of stuff in case, you know, whatever. So we go home and I had to be wheeled out because I couldn't walk back down to the car. Um, Andrea, grandma, had driven me even though she was sick at the time as well. Um, and so we get in, we go drive home and we get into the driveway and it was the doctor and she said, I just didn't like the way you looked um, and sounded and so I checked with the pulmonologist and we want you to go with the ER because it could be that you have a clot in your lung. So um, we went to the ER and praise God I didn't have a clot in my lung but they said COVID pneumonia. And so um, I, they sent me home with all that same protocol and the next few days, I struggled with my breathing, and honestly, they said if you struggle more and kind of aren't doing better, then you should probably go back in, and I was being a little stubborn and um, didn't want to go back in, and so um, I called the doctor again, and they decided to give me some oxygen at home, and, um, but the problem with that is that I couldn't find oxygen anywhere, and it was really, really difficult, and I don't know why, but... Um, body of believers came behind, uh, around us and Heather Scholl um, blessed us and found us some tanks for a night so that I could make it through the night. We tried again the next day to get oxygen. Didn't work. Um, the Myers, Drew and Ashley, she was a nurse and she f um, ordered me a, we ordered a condenser and then Drew was kind enough to go downtown and pick it up for me. And then I started on oxygen at home. And honestly, it was um, three weeks of oxygen at home and it was up and down and um, I tried to wean off maybe too quickly once and I just remember feeling like, Lord, what is going on? Like, I, my lungs, the only way I can describe it is it felt like honeycomb, like there's just nothing. It wasn't doing any good, my lungs. And so I realized, well, I really do need this oxygen. Um, and I just want to stop and say thank you too, to um, this church body, but also to my family who um, supported and took care of me and, and um, did so many things for me when even some of them were still sick. It was like truly humbling to see the body of Christ at work. And I'll talk about that a little more, but um, that's just my story with my ups and downs with COVID. But what I really want to share with you is um, how the Lord met me in incredible, tangible, and intimate ways during that time. I can say now that uh, I don't want to go through that again, but I'm actually glad that, um, I'm thankful that I did, because it really was a time where the Lord met me in such special ways. Um, there were times when I'd get really anxious, and Mike said even delirious. <laughs> um, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what I said, so. <laughs> um, and I just felt like I had to continually go back to the Lord. And it was really a moment by moment choice I had to make to rein in that anxiety. Um, any of you who might have, who have suffered with COVID, it actually, there is something to that anxiety. It just makes it way worse for some reason, I'm not sure. Um, but it just kind of grips you. 
And um, what I did was I just, most of the time, just played worship music all the time. And we're singing a lot of the songs that I would play over and over and over again. I was telling Donovan this morning, um, if, you, you, if you Google it, YouTube, Whole Heart, um, Hill Song, I think it's called like online worship or something like that. It's, and Donovan posted on the Hillside um, Facebook page a while back. I can't, I probably listened to that 30 times when I was sick. It's so powerful. And um, those words, like I just had to keep coming back and standing on that truth. And the amazing thing about the Lord is like in the time that I was really struggling to breathe, it was really, I didn't sleep well for a long time, but I would, um, maybe fall, finally fall asleep and then I'd wake up in a panic and I'd hear this perfect phrase to a song that was the Lord's truth that just washed over me. And it might've just been like just a tiny snippet and then I'd breathe deep, you know, or just feel that peace and go back to sleep for a while. And then I'd wake up again and that same thing that ha would happen again. And it was just the most incredible experience of the Lord being so um, present. He just spoke to me in so many fresh ways during that time. And so many people, so many of you guys reached out to our family, um, prayed. In fact, Michelle drove and sat her car in front of my house and just prayed for a long time. Um, people prayed over the phone, people I knew were praying, and meals that were brought, and families that like put together a Thanksgiving meal for us. It was so humbling, um, such a blessing to know that we had that support. Um, but when you guys decided to pray that Monday at 10 a.m., I felt the presence of the Lord in a way that I've, I don't think I ever have before. And I was so grateful, so humbled. And after that, I was able to breathe deep again. That was, a, that was the best breath of air that I've gotten in a really long time, even from before September, before COVID. And after that, I still struggled with my oxygen levels. It wasn't like that part went away, but Mike and I are convinced that whatever was going on, in my liver, or those areas in my upper abdomen, that the Lord healed me. Because um, when I finally got to the specialist, they're like, and I could feel it, my body felt different. And um, it was like, he was, he was like, there's nothing here, we'll just look again, you know, in maybe a year, but we really feel like the Lord healed me. During those days, we just, I just felt a peace. I mean, scripture tells us that to be anxious for nothing and then in our prayers and petitions make our requests known to God in that peace that that in thanksgiving it'll it transcends all understanding and it guards our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus and I'd never experienced it like that before so it's become a milestone like I said it's become a pivotal moment in my life where I feel like we've shifted because now we are as a family and as a person we're so much quicker to pray so much quicker to um, pray about anything and everything. It could be big, it could be small. We've gathered a lot more as a family um, with the express um, intent to pray over something that someone in our family is struggling with. Um, we've done it a number of times in the last couple weeks um, about big things and small things again. And we've seen God move. We've seen his hand. We've seen him do things that, and bring peace and bring clarity and things that are just, um, we would never have thought that that would be the case. We sang that song, I have this confidence because I've seen the faithfulness of God. 
the still inside the storm and the promise of the shore. And that's kind of how I feel these days. I have this greater confidence now in the Lord. Like no matter what gets thrown our way, he's good, he's near. And if I only take the time and press in, because that peace doesn't always just come. One second, I'm gonna get some water. That peace isn't natural to us, right? And so I've learned over these last few months or more how if I don't feel that peace that the Lord promises, then I gotta wrestle it out. I gotta wrestle it out with the Lord and go to him and keep pushing and keep um, pressing into him until that peace is found because he promises that we'll find it. And so often I feel like when I look back in my life and I realize the times I was like, woo, it's because I didn't take the time to press in. And then the times where I, there was inexpressible peace or inexplicable peace is because we took the time. We took the time to press into the Lord. And I'm, I can't tell you how thankful I am for that because since November being sick, um, a bunch of people on my side of the family and Mike's side of the family got COVID and then extended parts off of Mike's side of the family that were, it was a little more complicated or um, my brother actually has COVID pneumonia as well. And um, then Jason in gymnastics tore his MCL and broke his um, growth plate and um, a sick or a issue in the family that ended up needing surgery recently and just hard times that we've had to like press in and battle together, things that are just hurtful or, or sad. And um, I feel like I'd be an anxious wreck in these days if the Lord hadn't shown me his nearness during that time and how as we press into him, what um, he can do, how he can bring all those promises that he has promised us. We've prayed together, we've cried together, we've laughed together as a family, and I'm so thankful. But there's something that even in all of that, I've been kind of striving to figure out, is, for lack of a better word, I guess, is just that um, how do we have that intimacy with the Lord when we're not just laid up in bed and that's all you can do, right? <laughs> you can maybe watch some, you know, movies or, you know, whatever, but what else do you do except just talk to the Lord when you, all you can do is get up and go to the bathroom and come back. That's all you have energy for, right? So it's so much easier to spend that time with the Lord then. Sometimes I find myself in odd ways wishing that I had that time again, that simplicity of that's all I had, right? Um, and I love my life. I've been um, blessed with the ability to stay home with my kids and to um, be a stay-at-home mom and homeschool my kids. But even in that, like life is, even in jobs or other things, life gets really daily, doesn't it? I mean, sometimes you just wake up and you're like, I don't want to do that again. Why do I, I don't want to make dinner. I made it last night. Like, why do we have to eat every night? <laughs> or, you know, get up and go to a job or things like that. It just feels super mundane. And so where is the Lord in all that? And how do we, um, how do we find that? intimacy and that peace and I, it's not like I have that wired by any stretch of the imagination because if I'm yearning to be sick again sometimes then obviously I don't have that one nailed but um, as I was like thinking through this and kind of writing out my thoughts it totally hit me I ha it takes time right not like 
seasons of time. It does that as well, but it takes time. It takes daily like effort and actually setting aside time in our days to press into the Lord. He wants more of me. In every season I get, he wants more of me. It's never like we're ever going to reach that place where he's like, okay, I got you, you're good. But um, do I really want more of him? And I've been asking myself that question. Or do I just say that he does? Do I, in my worship time, do I just say that I want more of you? Um, it takes time. I have to dig a little deeper. I have to press a little harder. And when I feel like I, I don't have that sweet spot of that peace, and no matter what comes my way, we got to dig a little deeper. We got to push a little harder because I, just, I know that I know that I know now. Just like scripture says, seek and he will be found. And so I don't often have that, right? I don't, but I think it's because I don't seek hard enough. I don't give it enough. And I, you know, will do my little thing and then I'll um, move on with my day and just kind of do my thing. But I want that intimacy with the Lord that he gave me in that time, those, you know, five weeks or whatever total of being sick. And I know that he wants that for all of us. So wherever we're at, me included, because again, this is something that I'm just trying to figure out. But together as a body, that we dig a little deeper, we press in a little more, and maybe last time we did something, we prayed or we fasted or whatever, and then we felt that peace. And, but next time it might, it's not a formula. It's not the same thing. It's relationship. And so that's why we sing these songs. I'm, I've shared that before. It's settling that issue of authority in our life when we declare, you know, that who he is and what we truly believe. Because when we declare that and we press in and we speak those words of truth, the Lord will pour out his presence on us and give us the peace that surpasses all, all understanding. So that's just my story and where we're at as a family. And I just hope, I hope that, um, you know, sometimes we just let seasons fade or the enemy steals. I mean, he's a liar. That's what scripture tells us. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so that's his heart. He wants to take that truth from us. And so that's why we have to be on our guard and keep pressing in. I'm just going to pray for us, and then I think we're going to take communion together, right? We're going to sing a couple songs first, I think, is what I just heard. <laughs> Father God, I just thank you so much for who you are. God, I thank you that it's not about us. God, this isn't... This is my story, but Lord, it's your story. It's how you met me. That we can have confidence in who you are, that you are a faithful God. You never leave us. You never forsake us. And so, Lord Jesus, I pray that as we worship you now, you'd give us the grace and the mercy to dig a little deeper, press a little harder, and we thank you, Lord, that you are near. We thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. Speak to me when the silence steals my voice. You understand me. You understand me.
come to me in the valley of unknowns you understand me you understand me you understand me God you understand me so I throw all my cares before you my doubts and fears don't scare you you're bigger than I thought you were You're bigger than I thought So I stop all negotiations With the God of all creation You're bigger than I thought you were You're bigger than I thought you were I believe, I believe, but help my unbelief. You understand me, you understand me. Help me reach the faith that's underneath. You understand me, you understand me. Understand me, God. You understand me. So I throw all my cares before you. My doubts and fears don't scare you. You're bigger than I thought you were. Bigger than I thought. So I stop all negotiations with the God of all creation. You're bigger than I thought you were You're bigger than I thought you before him I will rest I will rest in the father's hands leave the rest in the father's hands I will rest in the father's hands leave the rest in the father's hands Throw all my cares before you My doubts and fears don't scare you You're bigger than I thought you were You're bigger than I thought So I stop all negotiations With the God of all creation You're bigger than I thought you were You're bigger than I thought So I throw all my cares before you 
My doubts and fears don't scare you You're bigger than I thought you were You're bigger than I thought So I stop on negotiations With the God of all creation You're bigger than I thought you were You're bigger than I thought you were all of you is more than enough for all of me for every thirst and every need you satisfy me with your love and all I have in you sing all of you all of you is more than enough for all of me for every thirst and every need you satisfy me with your love and all I have in you is more than So I was a mess during this time, and uh, uh, my reaction to Katie having COVID wasn't quite as noble as hers, and um, and I kind of spiraled, and I uh, and I isolated myself, and uh, and it, and it wasn't a good place. I went to just dark places and what ifs and um, that's a that's an endless rotten game and I hate games so and uh, but this song uh, kept bugging me and it we hadn't done it at Hillside yet but it was a song that Elena was bugging me to do for it's been a couple years now but but this song God really used to just speak to my heart and, and just am I enough even in these valleys of unknown and these what ifs. But he's worthy of our praise. Whether we have everything or nothing, whether we're healthy or sick, he's worthy. Oh, how high would I climb mountains 
If the mountains were where you hide, oh, how far I'd scale the valleys if you grace the other side. Oh, how long have I chased rivers from lowly sleeves to where they rise against the rush of grace descending from the source of its supply. Let's sing that again since I kind of botched that. <laughs> oh, how high would I climb mountains if the mountains were where you hide Oh, how far I'd scale the valleys If you grace the other side And oh, how long have I chased rivers From the lungs to where they rise Against the rush of grace descending From the source of its supply In the highlands and the heartache You're neither more or less inclined I would search and stop at nothing You're just not that hard to find I will praise you on the mountain I will praise you in the mountains in my way you're the summit where my feet are I will praise you in the valleys all the same no less God within the shadow I will praise you in the valleys of the same. 
mountains wherever I stand. If ever I walk through the valley of death, I'll sing through the shadows my song of ascent. From the gravest of all valleys Come the pastures we call grace A mighty river flowing upwards From the deep unempty grave I will praise you on the mountain. I will praise you when the mountain's in my way. You're the summit where my feet are. I will praise you when the valley's all the same. No less God within the shadows. No less faithful when the night leads me astray. You're the heavens where my heart is. In the valleys and the heartache all the same. God, we might choose that together. God, that we're, whatever we walk through, wherever we are, we believe that your name can move mountains. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks, Katie. So good. I think the Lord knew that I could not lose Katie. This church couldn't lose her. <laughs> Last Sunday, I lost one of my heroes, and maybe one of the heroes of the faith. His name was Larry Crabb. He had just a huge influence on my life, how I think, how I live. Uh, he taught me so many things. Uh, one, of, one of the things he taught me was encouragement. I really never knew what that meant until I kind of got under his teaching and started to speak about how do we reach into the hearts of people in kind of a unique way? How does God work through us and make that available for us? He taught me about ministry, that you, you do ministry in humility. Uh, it's such a privilege to serve God, but we're not that important. We get just to be part of what he's doing and just so freeing to not have to worry about being something you're not. You just get to be who you are. He taught me a principle that I have tried to practice when I meet with people. Is this ministry or manipulation? <laughs> I mean, am I here to just care about people and love them unconditionally, or, or is this something about what I want? Boy, it sure can expose some pretty ugly things in us. <laughs> Again, so many other things I could share it just influenced who I am, how I think, how I live. A couple of years ago, I had the honor to speak at a dedication. They were dedicating a building to Dr. Crabb, who's a counseling building at Colorado Christian University. 
And so I had a chance to share, and it was, it was, it was kind of a sweet time because I got to speak to him and tell him some of the things I'm telling you, just how much he had influenced my life and some of the things he had. And I said there was a, a time, a, a moment, uh, it was in a chapel that really spoke to me. He was standing next to me and he was, I'd always have him come in the chapel, maybe a couple times, sometimes four times a year if I could. He was always so gracious. Here's this kind of, you know, amazing speaker who speaks all over the place. And we had no budget during those days, really. So often I'd get him a couple gift cards and we'd, then we'd make a card and all the students would sign it and he'd be so thankful. But he was about to speak and we were standing next to each other and we had a new worship team that day. It was when student worship was just new. And you know, we had to really use our time really wisely um, because I wanted to give the speaker at the time and I wanted to really honor and respect everybody's schedule to get back to having lunch or go to their next class or whatever. And so the, the group that was up there, they went, I could tell they're going a little bit long. And, uh, and then they went a little longer and I was starting to get pretty anxious. <laughs> Cause here I got Larry Crabb next to me ready to speak. And, and, uh, and I, then I kind of looked over and he was just worshiping. And, and then it came finally where he got a chance to go up there and he knew they had gone over. And I remember he got up front and the first thing he did is he acknowledged how amazing the worship was. I thought, see, he didn't miss the moment. Uh, he, he was a worshiper. And so when we come to communion, it's, it's a chance, again, to remind us why we worship. The hope we have. The hope we have because of Jesus. And that this is a privilege to come together and never forget that we live because he died. We have opportunity to, to care and love people because of what he did. So let's take this together today. Let me read out of Luke chapter 22. It says, and when the hour had come, he reclined at the table and the apostles with him. And Jesus said to him, I've earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I shall never eat it again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And when he had taken a cup, he gave thanks. He said, take this and share it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink from the fruit of the vine from now until the kingdom of God comes. And when he had taken some bread, he gave thanks and he broke it. And he gave it to them. He said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take it together. In the same way, he took the cup of the new covenant and poured it out. Let me say this again. In the same way, he took the cup after they had eaten, saying, this cup which is being poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. And it's that reminder. There's no forgiveness of sins without Jesus' blood. That's part of the promise he gave us that he would die and his blood would cover us in our sins his life for ours. Let's take it together. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we are so grateful. And we have a God who cared so much that he'd give his son, his most prized possession, 
and that he would become like us to know us, to understand us, to empathize with us. We are so grateful that in his death we find life and in his resurrection we have hope to be with you forever. Let us never take that for granted. Let us be reminded today of the hope we have, the opportunities we have to care, to love people because you loved us first. We are so grateful for your faithfulness. You know, as Katie was sharing today, I just thought of how many people were praying and just hoping you just continue to give us that gift of life that she is to us. And so we're just grateful, God, that you do those things for us. And yet, Lord, we know that there's a lot of situations that don't work out quite the way we hope and yet does not make you any less faithful. You are a gracious and merciful God. We just are so grateful to you for that. So God, even as we worship, we, we pray that you'd hear our words, that they would come from a place in our hearts, that you would just be pleased. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. So this next song we're going to sing, um, it's really fitting after communion. It says, there's a table that you prepared for me in the presence of my enemies. It's your body and your blood that you shed for me. And this is how I fight my battles. And so Gus is right. Not every situation turns out the way that we want them to. But this is how we fight our battles. And this song is super repetitive in some ways. And I, at first when I listened to it, I was like, Arr. But it grew on me because I realized I needed to hear it over and over again, that this is how we fight our battles, that when we feel like we're surrounded, we're actually surrounded by him and that reminder. So I would just encourage you this morning as we, um, this is a battle song, I think. And so if there's something in your life or in the life of a loved one or just in our country or something that's on your heart that you've been struggling with, um, take this time because this is how we fight our battles when we worship the Lord and um, settle that issue of authority. So let's do that together. There's a table that you've prepared for me In the presence of my enemies It's your body, your blood you shed for me this is how I fight my battles. Let's sing that again. There's a table that you've prepared for me. In the presence of my enemies. It's your body, blood you shed for me. This is how I find my battles. I believe, and I believe you've overcome.
valley, I know that you're with me. Surely your goodness and mercy follows me. My weapons are praise and thanksgiving. This is how I fight my battles. Sing, I believe.
Once I was broken But you loved my whole heart through Sin has no hold on me Cause your grace holds me now Healed and forgiven Look where my chains are now Death has no hold on me Cause your grace holds me Once I was broken Once I was broken But you loved my whole heart Sin has no hold on me Cause your grace holds me now Healed and forgiven Look where my chains now death has no hold on me cause your grace holds that ground your grace holds me now your grace holds me now your grace holds me to choose you in the middle of the storm on top of the mountain in the valley God help us to choose you God forgive us for turning inward or to other things Forgive us for missing the opportunity for that intimate worship, the intimate, precious time with you, God. God, we choose you. Thank you for this morning. God, help us to continue choosing you this week, choosing each other. God, continue to speak to us and help us to hear your voice. Thank you for this body of believers, God. I pray that you would bless them and keep them and make your face shine upon them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great week, guys.
I stand, I am surrendered. 